Yes, oh. hello, and yeah, we're here. Come through the wormhole. Um, hello and good evening for this Wednesday, September 6, 2023. We just finished watching the 15th episode of Big Brother 25, the week five Power of Veto episode, as the reign of Jared Fields continues here as head of household. As he's, um, we see Cameron take himself off the block in this episode. Um, there's a lot to unpack here, and Jared uh, and Jag ends up as the replacement nominee. I'm Dave Mater, joined with my brother Jeff Mater. And uh, co-host Jamil Robinson, and of course Wednesday uh, competition correspondent Josh Foster coming to here a full panel, guys. How are you guys doing tonight, Jeff? Doing good. Um, it was a much better episode tonight. It was they they didn't show an hour long competition, so that was nice. I it was only that. a few minutes. Uh, Jamil, how are you? I know that there's some power outages in the Greater Brampton area. Um, how are you? But uh, otherwise, you seem to be have power at the moment. Um, Rogers um, sucks, and that is my primary barrier. <clears throat> okay, uh, well, that's that. I can't disagree. And we also have Josh Foster coming, uh, not with us for, for the last couple of episodes, as he was he's been busy tending to his football dynasties uh, in 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 his fantasy leagues, uh, crushing it as he was telling us in the in in the warm up. Josh. Yeah, you know, I've been uh, I'm multitasking, Dave. I've got uh, family obligations over the weekends, you know, back-to-back weekends. Just had a wedding. Now I got a trip uh, this weekend coming up and, you know, f- f- football balancing that and NFL coming back uh, tomorrow night and, you know, but that's just me, you know. But then also I'm I'm trying my best to, uh, to make it when I can. So uh, thank you for having me as always, boys. Well, glad to have you back, uh, Foster. <clears throat> Um, you know, and, uh, okay. So guys, um, I, I couldn't help but feel a little bit disappointed with just sort of where we end up here by the end of this episode. I thought it was pretty interesting and I agree, uh, kind of, you know, mostly good, but by the end here, we end up with Jag on the block as the target. Sari having decided that getting Matt to use his power is really not good for her. And now she wants him out. So the whole week was canceled last week just for him potentially to be voted out tomorrow. So I can't quite shake that feeling uh, after this episode has finished. Jamil, can you, can you console me in any way here? Um, we all know that everyone playing in this, um, in this game is top tier, top shelf gameplay. So, you know, everyone wants to make sure that we have a quality season, um, which is why uh Remember what we did last week? Why don't we do it again, but this time with feeling? Um, yeah, <clears throat> I guess so. Uh, ultimately, I think they wanted to get Cameron out this week. Cameron get, wins up winning this veto, Jeff. Pulls yes. himself down, and now they're left with Red and, and, and um, you know, and okay, well, we have Red as still a target. But Jared as well, we find out in this episode, has this alliance with Corey. You know that their writer dies all of a sudden. Jared and Corey, and and but America is a threat to this, and so Jared has an irrational hate on for America that was big part of this episode. Cor- Corey is definitely Jared's number four. Corey is Jared's number four, <laughs> definitely number four. Yeah, but for uh, Jared, for Corey is what number two? It seems like number one, but I don't know. No, Corey he America. He wants to work Cor- with America more. Does he? I don't know. Uh, I'm confused. I'm confused by this, Corey. I don't, I'm not very impressed. Let's put it that way. 
How can you be? Foster, um, your draft pick. Okay, you already have Red as one of your draft picks. He ends up uh, staying on the block in this episode as well. You drafted America, who um, is also a big target of this episode. Uh, as we mentioned, Jared was very jealous. How are you? Were you were you feeling nervous? Were you, were you like, no, I can't lose definitely somebody this week. That would be the worst. I was definitely feeling the pressure, Dave. I was feeling, you know, I was feeling, I was on the hot seat. I was like, oh damn, like my picks are uh, are getting talked a lot. They're they're on the they're on the outs, if you will, right? They're like they're not uh, they're not a part of the the um, decision making conversations, right? They're a part of kind of like the uh, what are we gonna do with you kind of conversations, right? Um... So, you, but that didn't happen here. Okay, I, I and I, uh, Jamil, can you can you uh, give us any more insight here into Jared and his HOH and, and sort of the ira- like what we saw on the show tonight was pretty damning for him, and he was already not having a great season. Every, everything is true. Everything, everything is true. He's I, terrible. He's, he's terrible. Terrible. And After, like, yeah, okay. Even like. Look, we're seeing a pattern, and they're doing a good job of showcasing it. This dude cannot help himself. He already—he's already challenging um, his allies. He's already rubbed Izzy the wrong way. He's talking to Corey and having fights with him. He's having fights with his own mom, and his mom's like, "Don't, don't be stupid. Listen to what I'm saying." Like, I just expect one of these days for him to just grab him and shake him, just shake him hard on screen. Like, what's wrong with you? Right, it's just uh, like America would have been up if not for Surrey. Right, uh, but that's that's what also makes Jared even more pathetic. By the end of this episode, is that you know Surrey comes in, it's like we have to put Jag up because da da da, and she's like, he's like, okay, ma, you know. But but if if if, if Surrey's not there, Jared is definitely putting up at America every single time. You know, it's well, that's a hundred percent happening. Jared, um, Jared just, feels Corey is dumb for telling America his secret about um, his brother, because Jared knows, right? And um, Jared knows about his brother because Izzy told uh, Jared. Uh, that that Jared... Uh, how brother? does Izzy know who everyone's sibling is that played on these shows? If she's a super fan, she's a super fan that she claims to, claims to be. So, you know... Question here from the of course we're here, uh, streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch on the Super Mated Brothers podcast. How did you get that key? Actually, I have one over here that you gave to me, Jamil, on my backdrop. Yes. Uh, but neither of us are set for Big Brother Twenty Six. BB, sorry. So BB, a little uh, inside baseball. It's a fake. It's a fake. <laughs> oh, I definitely <laughs> should pull that up. Um, yeah, like Jared. What we see is what we get here. Yeah, it's just it's um. It's not great. Um, it, it it look, folks. For whatever reason, some people think that oh, this person is related to this player who's pretty good or is really good, and you know, there's some trickle down genetics and skill. Look, we've seen it before. Russell Hans is Russell Hans. Okay, we have not seen it uh, uh, show up in other of his family members. We see it here with Suri, right? Jared is not Suri, clearly, right? Um, I have a, well, I have a question because J- Jared's last name is Fields. Mm-hmm. Suri is, of course, is also Fields. 
And mm-hmm. so what do they think? Do they not think that they're, they think they have the same last name or did they give up a fake last name for one of them? For, for I guess it would have to be for Jared because I think Jared has a fake last name. Yeah. yeah. Do you by a fake last I name? I think he's using his probably his mom's maiden name or like, I don't know. Hmm. Well, that seems like that would be the, the first piece of evidence. But I keep wondering about that. Um, they look, they look so similar. I, I just, I, they yeah. look similar. They have the same last name, but okay, he has to have made up a fake one. We're saying so. Yeah, I, I would love to know. But what that Blue is. knows. But you Blue know. knows because she knows. But, well, she knows it's Felicia Orsery, but she's leaning. No, she knows it's Fel- you know, like it's. I don't know. Yeah. Like they don't look like, like. Uh, Jared does not look like he came from uh, Felicia at all. But you should also like think about like the fact that they're like alone in the HOH room quite a bit together, or like they're like you should be able to tell by the way they interact with each other and stuff. Like that stuff should be even more noticeable, you know? Because Serene's got this whole house pretty much like under her thumb, right? And the only couple players I feel like that are any threat to her are Jag and America. And so it did make sense and that Corey and Corey and maybe Corey, Corey if he yeah. ever wins something, you know, the like America has come the closest to winning something uh, quite a few times. And I just feel like she has the best chance to actually do any amount of damage to anybody. And if she can team up with Cameron and I have some thoughts on Cameron, because like I can't really stand Cameron as like a person on the show, but as a <laughs> character on the show, I actually think he's amazing. I mean, as a villain, as a player everyone hates, I'm kind of rooting for just so everyone else is miserable. You know, he's, I, he's I, kind I, of oblivious, though. He has no idea that he's the yeah. target. He has no idea that Red's not happy with him until pretty late in the game, you know, until basically. D- did you notice, um, like, when he was talking to Red in the hot tub, that, like, his accent was, like, super country southern? And then they show him in the DR, like, right after. And then, like, his voice was completely not, like, it was not as heavy as an accent at all. It was, like, almost, like, no accent. Yeah. It was quite interesting, I thought. He was turning it down for Red or up? He was, it was turned way up when he was talking to Red in the hot tub. And then he gets in the DR, and he's like, I think Red just broke up with me. And he's, like, not as, it's not as twangy. Let's put it that way. It was very interesting. But, you know. Yeah. But uh, I, you know, like, well, is it in? It does it behoove Red, I, I guess, to just like since Cameron's the pariah of the house, and Cameron doesn't even seem to know that. Um, that Red needs to put as much distance between him and Cameron as possible if he hopes to stay. Well, that's what that's what saved Red tonight. Yeah, because he told Sari basically, like, oh, okay, he's going to be on a trash island by himself, and uh, that was going to happen anyway. Kind of, you know. It's, but like, I think the reason, like Amanda said it, and as far as the show goes, they're not showing it, but but Cameron, I guess, is creeping all the girls out yes. in the house, and so it's like, you know, but. I had not seen that on the show. And even if I were, I still love the fact that he's making everyone miserable because I often enjoy those pe- those you, players, but I don't like the sexual stuff. You know? Yeah. You, you want people to be uncomfortable. You want someone there to be in opposition. And, and typically we've seen whenever there's, why is it so dark all of a sudden <laughs> with me? Um, it's, it's, you've seen that like there's a steamroll that typically happens. All of the pieces are in place for a steamroll, but it's not happening, which is great, right? People are not getting their way. People are getting frustrated, right? 
This is what we want to see. We want to see a season of ups and downs. Sorry, um, people that we root for, you're not going to get everything that you want. Uh, you know, people think that they have it in the bag and this is going to be their week. So, sorry. No, it isn't. You well, know, people yeah. pull through. When, right? Ca- when Cameron won this veto tonight, you just saw how every it was. there was no applause. No one was happy. <laughs> it was great. No one. Nobody. Not even Red. In fact, they were all kind of, like, bummed. Yeah, everyone. The, he was the so okay. How much is he creeping them out? Just like staring or the looks or what's what's Things causing being said. This? Amanda says it's like it's everything. It's 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 A B and C. It's it started from the beginning, like, and he's he's been like coming on to America as well. Yeah, he did it with right? Riley. Yeah. This is this yeah. is all Cameron. <laughs> yeah, and then Cameron. but then he'll also say like uh, you know. Uh, you gotta get rid of these girls and stuff like that and you know like so like uh, there's all the sorts of like amanda said like this season's been very like misogynistic you know with between like even jared yeah she was like almost every guy jared matt even you know like they're all just like bros and saying like you know you know just broing out you know and it's kind of like it's kind of interesting it's (laughs) It's kind of like a frat house, but with like two mother hens that are are kind of <laughs> overseeing everything. It's kind of weird. Because wait, Felicia and Sari? Yeah, they're kind of controlling the house. But yeah, then it's right. like all the, the dudes are kind of getting their way. And then the girls are kind of all on the bottom. Like even that scene tonight, guys, when like Jared was like, Hey Blue, like step out for a minute, and then she's okay. And then like when America came up, like I was like, "What is this?" Like you know, like, it was almost like yeah, the Sons of Anarchy. Like yeah. hey, get the old lady out of here. You know? Yeah, it was exactly what it made me think of. It was like yeah, it was like oh, I got some business to deal with. Can you leave the room? You know, like yeah, from the Jared. Uh, yeah, I got. I haven't had a conversation with the with, you know Ed's. Uh, yeah, America's confrontation there with with well after the veto. Like, there's a lot to break down. Like talk, yeah, but here's yeah here's that that moment when uh, America goes to talk to Jared uh, when she gets kind of wind that she could be the replacement nominee. And, uh, he, she goes to talk to Jared, but Blue is just there, you know, and he's like, "Please excuse yourself." You yeah, know? it was the best. It was. And she just <laughs> does it. She doesn't fight it. She's just like, "Yeah, okay," and then brings the blanket too. I loved it. Um. <laughs> Sam saying here in the live chat that he Jared needs a spanking from Sari. <laughs> but like Sari is like such a you know, my my son has no faults type mother. You know? So I, I don't even know if she does she doesn't think he has faults, but I don't think she cares. Well like, loves him regardless. That's the yeah. Thing. That's yeah, not yeah. she's not hung up on his faults. That's that's I would say uh is more of the case. Uh, I, I, Jeff- I can't I can't believe how see- Jeff, be careful what you say about America. Why? I like America. Um, yeah, well, she's one of my she's my pick, right? So I gotta I guess I gotta be on board with Sam there. Um, but uh, I just find it really surprising how seamlessly Cerise kind of fit it fit in the game, and how everyone's accepted her and been like, "Yeah, you're not really that. Like, you're on our side. Like, there's not you're not a threat at all. Like, there's like such little. It's like it's like taboo to speak that, you know, in that in the house, right? Which is like, I just I just find it really interesting that she's got this um kind of aura over people, if you will, right? 
Cerritos? Uh, yeah, Ceri. Yeah, oh, well, she, she, yeah, well, she's so already she, famous. Yeah, she's got that. She knows how to play these games. Uh, and yeah, people kind of... And she has like the older mother type like role that she's filling. But she's yeah, not even the oldest in the house. You know. Yeah, but usually you see the, um, the older um, contestants. They usually get voted out earlier, don't they? Normally, but this is like, I would say, a much older cast than normal. Uh, there's a bunch of different factors that are is going on, but like I feel like Suri is, you know, just very good at setting herself up well. In like that's kind of her thing; it always was. Like she, she's really good at making sure that she's controlling the votes, and that's what she's doing again this season. Uh, the problem is when she gets to the end game, will she will she learn from her mistakes and not bring the wrong people? Because that's what she always does, you know. She, she brings she Jared, brings... and then Jared's like, I need to be my own man. I need to show how I'm the greatest player of all time. His, his voice will crack when he does his speech. I'm going to be my own man. Yeah. I got to show. Gonna I got to be the, the. I'm trying to be the greatest, right, Jared? It's just uncomfortable hearing that conversations took place without you being a part of it. I'm not going to play this game being told what to do at all, whether it's by my mom or whether it's by a close ally. And don't get me wrong, my mom is definitely a legend. But at the end of the day, I'm here to make my own path. I'm here to make my own decisions. And I'm trying to be one of the greatest also. Is he channeling like... It's just uncomfortable. The mid-90s? Like, is that his look? Like, he's got... He's, he's got, got, he's got the sunglasses. In the mid-90s? Yeah, he's got like a Wesley Snipes. Snipes, kind of, yes, yeah, exactly. Kind of Wesley Snipes. It's more of a Wesley Snipes, yeah, yeah, type of vibe. He, uh, he definitely watched like New Jack City before it came on. He's like, yeah, it's like Wesley yeah. Snipes and U.S. Marshals. Like, yeah, that, a little bit. Little U.S. US Marshals, New Jack City, or right. yeah, New Jack City, or a little bit Demolition Man. Like he's he's, he's got a, a few to Wong Fu. He's got a few different uh, vibes when he was in the. Um, the baseball movie with De Niro, the fan, like um, the fan, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got like that Demolition Man era of Wesley Snipes is all I'm thinking when I see him in like the, the, the all the different uh, outfits that he's wearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely right. What you should have put after that clip is um, Sari telling him you're putting up Jag. <laughs> like, okay, mom. <laughs> yeah, okay, mom. And it, it it just cuts to dr. Well, my mom's got a good point, you know. Like it's just like yeah. she's making a lot of good points, but yeah. I hate that America, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I, I made him so. What mom wants, you know, because even yeah. the scene where he, she goes, "Well, so what do you want to do?" Like he doesn't even like. It's not even a discussion. It's basically like, "Mom, what do you want to do?" And we're doing that, you know. Like he he is like he he's given his whole game to Sari, and it's like. But he's not telling the show that or like being honest with us about that, really, you know, which is kind of silly. He's a big nothing burger of a player. Yeah, he's got he's like, I think just immature, even for 25. I think there's a lot to grow up to share. I don't know. I think he'll be maybe all right long term. We'll see. Uh, but he's got well, he's got a lot to go. here. And if he's as you know, like, the thing was with live feeds is that you always hear like this person said this and this. And then it gets pretty damning after a while. I'm like, geez, maybe these are the worst people. I remember like, well, there was Mickey. You remember Mickey? He seemed like a pretty douchey guy. But, uh, you know, I guess people. That's part of the experiment. If you think of it all, if Big Brother was near in there. Um, okay, so the recap of the episode, guys. Um, we talked about the okay Corey and Jared. I think we kind of touched on the, their conversation. The fact we, we learned about them number one, and then this argument over America that of devolves. 
after several conversations about her throwing competitions or not throwing competitions. Um, Which is ridiculous. After that pressure cooker, like, why would you even question that? Yeah. Uh, but then, okay, uh, the they had the pick for the pick for the the veto uh, tonight, guys. I got a problem with the okay the music that they every time they play when it's time to pick play it's time to pick players for the veto. Du, 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 du. I hate this music. They need to retire this music forever. I didn't. With me. I didn't realize Felicia was that short. <laughs> that that's what she is. she is. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> I, I on the show it does not appear like other than the, like a, like a picture like that, but most of the, I thought she was much taller. Yeah. Um, when you see her by yourself, she, you see you think she's a hefty lady. Yeah. But then you see that and you're like, no, she's pretty small. She's just like kind of parish and like just right broad shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. So she was picked in the veto. Uh, of course, you know, we had Jared and Red and Cameron were already going to be in this. Uh, America gets picked to be in it. Um, and as does Felicia. Uh, but uh, but Matt is chosen by Cameron. You know, and I thought that, like, I don't think Matt was going to. If, if Matt had won this, was he going to pull Cameron down? No, <laughs> there's no way. Right. <laughs> so, um, you know, I thought it was just a lot. It was I don't know, like this Cameron player. He is a villain, but he's like this. He's like this lame duck. He's not going to go that like I, I don't know. Eventually, he might be like not even worth getting rid of. He could get he could survive long enough just for that. But the fact that he's been on the the block so many times, he still kind of has a story. And if he got to the end, he could maybe win. I doubt it. But it seems it's not like it seems like you have to vote him out at some point. Even if you just don't want to live with him. Um, if he did more than saving himself. Then maybe that would count for like he, that would be better, you know what I mean? But he hasn't really done much for like other like because he won the HOH, right? But it didn't work out, so you know that does you gotta you know you gotta move on. Well, yeah, uh, I suppose so. Okay, let's move and then guys, let's move to the actual competition itself, which we've seen this before, where you're stacking the little beads or cans this this time it had the theme of the comic verse uh where you, you know there was different parts they come through a wormhole as we've shown earlier um they 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 zapped away um i don't know if you liked all that guys but uh foster how did, how did this competition feel for you like were you enjoying it yeah i, I thought it was a good one like I, I think it really will really fit with the theme first of all right kind of like being like big in a small area for multiverse and all that right but you know, I thought that the um, challenge itself was was that was was what it was. It was a challenge, right? It didn't seem like it was easy. Um, it seemed like something that uh, would definitely frustrate me um, very easily. Um, but uh, I, 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 I'm interested. Did you guys know how long like the, these cha- this challenge took? Jamil, do you have any idea? Uh, you no. Know. Uh, the thing with this challenge, I thought, like most of the players decided to do, like there most people right-handed, except for Felicia. She seems like she's naturally left-handed, um, but only Matt was the only player to try to do it with both hands, from what I could tell throughout the competition, like switching arms, because it seemed like as you got more tired, you, you know, your arm would start shaking more and more, and you get more unsteady, it would become harder and harder. But if you could kind of like depending on ambidextrous you are. I think you could uh, potentially try to switch between both hands. That is, unless you're Cameron and you really work one arm a lot. 
<laughs> oh, Bowie Jane likes the, the joke too. Um, yeah, these things are kind of fun, I guess. Like you know, did you I, notice I, Cameron whipped off his shirt? Like at the beginning, no. of the comp- yeah, he had a, the sweater on or whatever that he likes to half zip up, and he whipped it off to do the competition. Uh, so he's wearing no shirt. Yeah, but at the beginning, like when they first zap in or whatever, he has the sweater on and he like takes oh. it off. Like, let, me see. Let, me, let me see the wormhole here for a second. All I, was, all I could hear was the theme song of Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you have for it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was like the same graphics. Yeah. Uh, how, okay. The only thing, I, guys, I hate really about all this is the tiny little veto that they even carry into the actual veto ceremony. I think it's cute and everything for the competition, but I think it should be traded in for a regular sized veto once you when you know once you get out of the comic verse. I think they should have had a tiny veto box. <laughs> 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 it would have been funny to watch a green box this that they use. This, yeah, this tiny little veto box. Uh, uh, yeah, Jane asked me tonight, "Do you want that green box from the veto meeting?" Uh, and I was like, "I don't know." Like, uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, it's not a tiny, tiny box. Um, I I want them to do um, a big veto competition where everything is super sized and it's harder to line everything up because it's so huge. And then right. they get a huge veto. A giant verse. So you have, so yeah. it's a massive power veto that it could crush you, and maybe will, and maybe other people if it gets rolling. You know, sure, now. right? Foster, would you be into that kind of a twist into the competitions? Uh yeah, especially if they were hanging like because it'd be like the whole circle, but then the line through, so your head's like going through the uh, the gap part. So there's no chain, right? Like there's no there's no reason to use the chain because it's just yeah. <laughs> Um, a hat that they put on, yeah, or something like that. I don't know. Okay. Um, and then post veto, guys. Uh, there was you know this whole debate. Uh, you know, we saw here that like Felicia was kind of really throwing up America's like even to America. Uh, this is a different meeting, but like there's one point where like America walks into the room and everyone gets quiet, and then Felicia's like, "Well, maybe it has to be you who has to go up there." <laughs> she was so you know? You know, uh, that was that was funny. She's like, you would just be a pot, but maybe it has to be you. You know, like, you know who can who can who can control? Uh, it's it, it's got. She was saying, you, it's got to be America or Bowie Jane. That was what Felicia was pitching. Uh, ultimately, Jared wanted America, uh, but also okay. Earlier in the episode, you know, uh, America. Corey tells Jared that America would put up someone like Sari or Felicia or Izzy, who, of course, are working with Jared. But I guess most people, namely Corey, doesn't understand that, of course. Not, you know, the, the, the mother-son connection notwithstanding doesn't understand that Jared is with working with, um, with Sari and Felicia and Izzy, right? Yeah. We're, say, we're saying, yeah, that Jared is – Corey is number five to Jared. Number four, I think. Well, he's, well, okay. Like, who? Who's his number one? Is it Blue? No, it's his mom. I think. Okay, his mom, then Blue, then Felicia. Blue, and then Felicia. Yeah. And then Izzy. 
I don't, Izzy gets him. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, Izzy. Well, no, it's not Felicia. It's Izzy, isn't it? It should be Izzy, but Jared's weird. <laughs> okay. Or maybe it's maybe it's Corey. Like it's because he treats his allies so poorly that you question it because, like, he should not be. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're Ferengi. <laughs> okay. Um, he treats them so poorly. Like, even if you don't necessarily agree with Corey's opinion, if he is one of your allies, you would like steer him away from that thought process that he has, especially if he's going after one of your allies. Instead of just irrationally arguing and fighting with them, he, like... <sighs> With friends like these, you don't need enemies with Jared. True. Yeah, Jared, I don't think is not. I think he's having some uh, mental sort of fatigue, uh, perhaps, in the house and getting sort of. Well, I think uh, I think there was a great moment here tonight where Corey kind of summed it up. Let's let or let's play. Jared is strong in his convictions to the point of stupidity. He gets an idea in his head, and any evidence that pushes back against that idea might as well be thrown away. Yeah, and then mommy tells him, <laughs> puts her foot down. <laughs> She's like, no, we're putting it up jag. Okay, so the okay, I think maybe that's the thing I want to unpack next here is is Ceri's decision ultimately, not so much I think here to say, I would rather for her to want to keep Red around because that makes sense a little bit. I understand. But her she ultimately like had Matt save. She convinced Matt to use that power to save to save him. Right to hit save Jag after a ten nothing vote, but after this ten nothing vote, Sari points out she's he's got to be bitter. He's got to be like sort of not trusting anybody. He's a liability, a loose end. Why would I keep him around? Is she correct? Well, aren't you pissing off Matt though by doing this? Uh, potentially, and even Jared says that to to his mom in their meeting. But uh, so what if Matt know, wins? Like, like this happens, and then Matt wins HOH. Well, Matt could only have used it this week or next week. Ultimately, he wasn't even in danger this week, so he, you know, using it last week was. And more... Jack would have been gone anyway. I guess you could always say, you know, right. But that also helped. Uh, you know, saving Jag. I don't know what the that would have. Well, you just have to imagine that if you're going to use this and as as just a political tool, but not actually care about the person you're saving, you'd want to make sure that you have your move it is advertised enough or shared around that people will say, hey, Matt's a pretty solid dude for saving Jag. And then, unfortunately, Jag gets voted out. The lesson from that situation would be, oh, we couldn't save Jag. That sucks. But Matt, man, he really well, went out on a limb there for, you know, an Alliance member, right? So if they play it that way, that's fine. I don't think they're going to play it that way. I don't think that messaging is going to come across because from the people who do know, it seems more or less that a lot of people are attributing it more to Sari than to Matt himself, right? That know it about it. So, yeah, it's a pretty useless move overall. Foster, any any take there on the Matt, Matt using the power? I guess in all of this whole situation, the power of invincibility, what is yeah. this legacy? 
Yeah, I guess uh, I guess what's going to happen is is that it, it seems like to me that Jag is going to go home, and it and this is not going to have gone over well either for Matt, like because it didn't really help him anyway, and it's not going to look great for you know the uh, the writers and stuff because it didn't really pan out very well, right? It wasn't really it was like used used immediately, right? Well, they're all on, the writers are all on strike, right? So I guess oh, that's fair. Um, must have been the producers who came up with this one. Uh, but yeah, like ultimately he wasn't voted out last week because I guess they didn't even want Cameron to have the satisfaction. I think maybe also why Sari chose to keep Jag around in case Jag could have won and then helped take out Cameron. Ultimately, Jag doesn't win the 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 HOH. Um, instead, Jared does, and so you know that's even better for Sari. So Jag was expendable. Jag could go here. So uh, now that Cameron, especially I think now that Cameron's stock in the house has fallen as much as it has, I think ultimately she doesn't need as many uh, strong allies as maybe she did a week ago is sort of how I'm seeing it. But ultimately, like, could Jag have done anything better here? Because he goes to this meeting here with the seven deadly sins or whatever they're called, which is like Blue and Matt and um, Jag. Who else is in this? Izzy. Felicia, Jared, and Sari. That's this group. Um, and they ultimately like, well, what if what if you have to be the one jagged to sit next to um to Red? Someone's gotta do it. You know, why not you? We can control it. We have the votes. And he ultimately volunteers for it in this meeting. <clears throat> like, I don't know. Is this, this the new superpower? Is this the new ultimate alliance right now that's going on in the house? Jamil? We all know where the true power power lies, right? And that's with Suri, um, Izzy, Jared, and company, right? Well, they're all here. Everyone, they're all... Yeah, everyone else is just accessories. I have to say, it is kind of weird that we have a season where the people that are in power are the people that kind of suck at competitions. <laughs> you know, like we, if Felicia, Suri, Izzy. Like these are not the people you would be like usually aligning with to go for a deep run on winning competitions, but they're good. They're, they're just getting fortunate, you know, like Jared won something that was, that was fortunate. Like Felicia won the, the, you know, the croquet ball thing, you know, <laughs> like they just, it's just been working out for them. And you know, that won't last. There will be, there will be a moment where like someone wins, and goes, oh, but I should probably take a shot at that alliance, you know. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, if they're able to pick enough of those strong competitors off, they could just run the table, right? Like, get rid of Jag, get rid of Cameron, uh, I think, from their perspective, because these are people that, yeah, like, can beat them and they may not be able to control. Like, was, like, ultimately, was it the, um, I, I think Suri's logic to go after Jag versus America makes a lot of sense. Um, doesn't make so much sense for Jared because he already ran his mouth too much, I think. And he almost talked his way into having to have to nominate America and make sure he gets her out. But that doesn't happen. He doesn't even up. So she's coming after. She could be the one to take the shot now, right? Like this could be sort of, uh, it'd be interesting to see how this plays out from here in the coming weeks. Uh, because I think that their undoing could be that, you know, Jared made an enemy of America this week and maybe even Corey. Um, and they could have power in the near future and choose to take a shot at that alliance. But 
I don't know. Well, I guess it will ultimately to come down to whether Corey, how much Corey wants to work with Jared. I feel like that a lot of that went away tonight. You know, um, and then we have the veto meeting um, in the episode where ultimately we end up here with uh, Jag and Red on the block, guys, <laughs> two bearded men. Uh, you know, one of them has to go. Do you have a beard? Do you have a beard preference? Uh, I would say I prefer Jag's beard. It's more. It's battle the beards. I like um, I like Red's beard more. I'll, yeah, I'll take Red's side on this one, not just because he's my pick, but because uh, you can do great things with that beard. <laughs> I think both beards are kind of outrageous. <laughs> but one truly, of them, truly outrageous. But one of them is you know for religious purposes, so it's more forgivable. The other one is just does he have like some like birds living in there like it just seems like a little bit much it's almost down to his belly button yeah well he had to braid it for that wet competition like if that gets wet that must take a while for it to dry out oh you know? my like god because so. uh, when my beard was getting a lot longer down here i felt like i would like if i got out of the shower it would take a while for like this pool of water to sometimes dry out beneath my chin i was like oh man so for red it's got to be insane you know, and he ain't using any beard oil or cleaning that. Like you know, like he doesn't comb that beard. I don't think it's just it's just wild beard oil. Is there beard oil? Yeah, there's beard. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, there's beard oil. There's beard uh, like wax. There's beard. Uh, uh, what's the other one called? Um, Pom- a pomade. Oh, I don't know. There's another one. It's like a I'm a Dapper Dan man. But, uh, I've never tried any of this. I just thought beard well, had to be sharpened. Beard sort of culture is a thing, Dave. It's uh, it's I'm not I'm I'm kind of like toe in the pool kind of thing, right? And then what like Red's like, you know, he's driving the deep end right now. Like he's just, you know, he, he he's from you know zero to hundred. I can't get there. Well, hey, fair enough. I got I got to look into these products, guys. So, uh, I, Jamil, is there a spoiler section? Can you can you? Are you able to tell us where the votes lie? And if so, we can give a spoiler warning here. Uh, I think that just people just prepare for a split. A split. It's not going to be unanimous right as of right now. Yeah. Ah, is that spoilers? Is that spoilers? No, it's not a spoiler. I don't. It's I'm not a spoiler. Not it's a spoiler. Not We're saying not a spoiler. It's. Um, it could, are you? Could, you're saying this could go either way tomorrow in this vote. With this crew, it's so wishy-washy all the time, right? They're, like, trying to protect Bowie's feelings and, like, oh, Bowie, don't worry. It's just going to be a split vote. And, you know, people people are still making plans. Like, Red's still making plans. Jag's still making plans. Bowie's right? feelings? Bowie's feelings about what? About voting for Red. Is Bowie and Red friends? Are they? Yeah, okay. that's what Here's the one thing: Jane said it because Jane's draft picks in this in this in this season, guys, are Nicole and Bowie Jane. All right, and <laughs> wow. these two these two are barely on this show. Okay, <laughs> like like they're like it's hard to even root for them. She said because I don't know anything about them. Jamil, can you at least tell us something about them that we haven't seen on the show? Um, uh, Bowie Jane is is thought to be together with Red and Cameron. That's why Sari has never really trusted her. Um, that's an interesting fact about uh, Bowie <laughs> Bowie Jade. Wow, um, McCall does. Uh, she's, she's, she's suspected to be in an alliance with him, not even necessarily. Uh, uh, McCall is great for feeds, 
Like she is like she talks in like if you you see clips online where she just like she does not like I believe a good portion of the people in the house and she kind of lets it out in the not even the room but in the um, the meal room uh, the storage room and she'll she'll talk she'll kind of vent and then she'll take a deep breath and then she'll go <laughs> back into the house uh, so people live for those. Um, Though those sequences, um, what I think we're, what we're really going to be talking about in the next couple of weeks is uh, um, if this uh, Jared use of the R word is going to get traction. Yeah, we're getting requests here. Yeah, R- see, I had to, I, I had to remind myself what the R word was. Um, I had to like look it up, um, but uh, yeah. Uh, so there's already been. Um, I, I don't know if it's official, but I think the Special Olympics has already condemned um, uh, condemned this already. So right. people are kind of waiting to see. Um, <laughs> there will be a fallout here? Well, yeah. Like, okay, I, I just double-checked. Special Olympics did uh, make a, a post because we can't say tweet anymore because people are dumb. Um, and I quote, Special Olympics stands behind... Um, Jag and his family and their condemnation of the use of the R word by contestant on CBS's Big Brother. Words matter, and when we choose to include, everyone wins. Um, so uh, we're waiting to hear um, <laughs> hear what they're saying. Uh, people are calling for Jared's expulsion from the game um, because of the R word. Yeah, how was it? How was it used? Like, no, because like. I'm just curious because no, you're not helping yourself with that. How was it used? He was writing a medical. He was writing a medical paper, and um, or he was quoting the um, the Canadian Char- Canadian Charter of Rights, uh, which I think still has it. Um, uh, it did like uh, I think a decade ago. I haven't checked it, you know, as of late. But Jamil, what, what what what's your position opinion on this? Opinion on this, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, one, I I talked about this before when it happened when they expo uh, expunged um, Kyle. I'm like, people are gonna have to keep their nose clean because if someone says anything, right, there's gonna be uh, calls for people to be expelled, right? And how long is like three three weeks later, right? We're already here. We're already here, and it's not even right. Not to say that you know. I, let's just say that. <laughs> let's not get canceled, Jamil. Um, I think that in our society, one word is considered um, a lot more intense, right, than the other. Okay, let's just let's just say it like that, right? Um, so. I think that are we going to put certain levels to different slurs, or are we are we considering the R word a slur or not? Is it well, a slur? Um, I think it's it, it's okay. Like it's a complicated issue because I think that the word didn't always have a derogatory meaning whatsoever. Um, back, but that, but it it came to have that, especially when we were growing up. Uh, like Jamil and I, like like the millennials, the older millennials, and, and the Gen Xers, it was just it was used so uh, derogatorily. So, yeah, but if you call, if you said, but if you yeah. said like something so gay, 
right or something like that that would that would pass do you know what I mean? Unless it was mean, and then it, then it wouldn't. And you right. know what intent I mean? matters. And I think I think to to equate R word to N word, I think is a false equivalent. Um, I, and I I I get that they're both um, not nice, but uh, or the F word for that matter. But uh, you know, I think that uh, expulsions. I think we, we saw the America use the F word tonight on the show a bunch of times. F word. Yeah. I know. No, I mean, not that F word. That F word. The other F word. We'll give you a second to catch up. But what happens? Like, it, it becomes a very dangerous um, slippery slope. Slippery slope. <laughs> oh, you should, is is that the wrong term? Be careful with a certain term. Like, you can use. Uh, like, there's going to be a tons tons of words that us as society still need to. Uh, move away from in terms of its usage because it is um, hurtful to the communities. Like the G word, right? When talking about nomadic Europeans uh, from uh, the, the Romani, right? Uh, right? There, there, there's, there are a lot of words. The Yipsy right? woman. Well, okay. I always come back to an episode of Star Trek, which is not even the best episode of Star Trek, but this original series where Ab the Abraham Lincoln thing guy shows up on the bridge of the Enterprise and he goes up to her and he calls her like a some kind of a word that's out of a uh, very old fashioned or something. I think, Negro, uh, ne something like that, and a negress maybe. I, I don't know. And and, um, and, uh, and, and she goes, "Oh, whoa, maybe I shouldn't have said that." And she goes, "You know, we've learned like not to be afraid of words, you know, in our time. So I don't really care." Um, oh, how wrong of, Gene Roddenberry was! Yeah, well, <laughs> I think well, that was in the 23rd century. We're still in the in in the 21st, but um, I think I think the le the lesson from that though is the word isn't necessarily the issue; it's the intent, right? Yeah, of right, it, but right? You can, I so, cannot use one of those uh, like a word like that and still convey hate or viciousness or whatever, right? If you know? he said special, like, differently abled and spit on the ground, like, turned his head to the side. Well, at least I he was politically think... correct, but he was a complete, complete cunt. Sorry, I, I've used the words, but, you know. Um, so uh, I'll be expelled from the game you might, now. You might you have know? to edit this. Yeah. Um, Julie Chen yeah. says, go to the diary room immediately. Yeah. <laughs> we need to go to the Kylan. I, I do... Island, <laughs> island, island. What about Kobe? Okay, I just think that um, uh, we, there needs to be a line that's drawn in the sand, and the line is this: "I'm sorry, folks." As uh, and as a you know, the R word is extremely hurtful, but to state on television that it has the impact that the n-word has right in society as of late right we're, we're not we're not on the, it's not on the I, same I, level I can't, I can't put those two things on the scale and, and say yeah, that's on the same thing yeah but at the same time there needs to be recourse especially because they have sponsors involved and and such and overall there's communities that are impacted right so typically what cbs typically does is they have you know on uh, tomorrow's episode, everyone sits down and talks uh, about it, and you know they play the music, right? And then they donate money to the charity, and you know they they move on for it. That's CBS's um, 
typical approach to this type of situation. Live and right? learn, right? You know, right. But not for what, Luke Valentine. He got the boot, right? And, and, and rightly so, I think. You know, but I, I think what they should do is next week Jared gets an automatic nomination. Uh, or he could like yeah, lose the ability to play in the uh, oh, he already ah, automatic nomination. It doesn't hurt that I don't like this man, <laughs> but <laughs> right, but, but try to be objective. You know, would you if it was somebody else, and we, you know, would you uh, want would the, would the punishment fit the crime? I guess is quite the question. What is the proper recourse, if any? You know, um, I don't do you know. think this should do nothing? Should they? I think he should definitely get like talked to. Uh, you know. Uh, if only for his own sake. Give give um, him an Aaron special, <laughs> pull him aside and talk to the entire house about it. And then uh, uh, if they do it again, then it's like, well, too bad, too sad. Julie's gonna scurry you right after. Did did America care that that he used that word? That's a very good point, Sam. Do you have any? Um, because in- you know, if she did, then maybe it's a different issue. But if it's just like outright from hands I- and stuff, like who cares? Well, Jake's you know I mean? family um, was the one who reached out. Yeah, well, Sam, Sam, I, and I appreciate that this is a a, a personal subject for you. Uh, you know, you you you've been called that word before before it was a form of hate speech. I don't know if it was before. Um, it, like, I think it was. It's been a form of. I think there's we, we there's a lot of ways to be cruel and vicious and hateful towards people, uh, whether you use certain monikers or not. You know, I've I've uh, but it's. Um, and I I understand that I'm also probably not coming in with the 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 education and the um, historical knowledge of the 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 burden and um, how that community has been um, um, held down using such uh, terms and slurs uh, throughout society in the world. So, uh, Sam, I. I do acknowledge that um, from different perspectives that uh, that is absolutely um, a really hurtful thing and the punishment should be um, severe in that respect. I can understand that thought uh, process, right? But from, from the perspective that I have, I don't think that would be the approach that CBS is, uh, is going to take. I don't necessarily think that that is the course that CBS should take in this regard. All right. I think that if it ha- they should draw a line in the sand and say, hey, are we going to say that this, this is also a no-no? And if this ever happens again, we've seen what happened with Kyle, same kind of deal. I, I think that would be the best recourse. I... Uh, like, I guess, is this the line in the sand we want to draw? You know, is, 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 is Jared the one to make the, make the statement on here? It doesn't hurt. You're right that he's not the most likable person anyway. Um, but, um, you know, Jeff, if you had to make the call, if you're the, if you're CBS, what do you do with Jared from this situation and the outrage from the, you know, community like special Olympics and all this kind of stuff. That's uh, I have to see like the, the context of, yeah i have to yeah. see the context in the moment on the show uh if it's just like uh like he's just trying to say something mean to hurt her feelings or something like that like i think it's different than you know like then if it's someone who actually is mentally challenged or something like it's different 
you know? Well, like, but, but in, in the case of Luke, he was calling Corey the N-word. And, I know, uh, but the <laughs> N-word is a whole other kettle of fish, you know, than the R-word to me. Like, it, it, it's just... I don't agree with um, using the word or or say, it, but I just don't think it's the same thing, you know. Let's uh, let's if we're if we're being honest with ourselves, right? If a presidential candidate said the N word during a speech, would he be elected? I think it would be pretty hard. You think right? Trump? If you think of Trump was doing that, that he would really lose support? Seen specifically (laughs) Trump um, uh, insult an individual with um, differently abled publicly and that was brushed under the the thing as a non-issue so quickly. And and that kind of tells you as a society right now that they consider those issues on two different levels. I, well, we, 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 we forgave Trudeau for the blackface too. Right. So it seems like there's like, <laughs> did, we, did we forget him or did we forget about it? I don't know, but he, he did I, it I multiple think, times. <laughs> he did it multiple times. <laughs> I, I think that people, when it comes to uh Sir Trudeau, I think that people just moved on to uh, more pressing issues that they don't like about him rather than that particular thing. Just the, the way he talks mostly. <laughs> well, if you know, no scandal brings down any politician anymore. It doesn't work. You know, politicians used to have dignity where they would resign and they would, you know, but that doesn't happen anymore. No, that, but, you know, but the scandals will bring down reality TV stars, yeah, right. uh, with, you know, especially on Big Brother. Yeah, I just, Foster, sorry, sorry, Foster's just... been quiet for so long. I don't know if, like, uh, if you have a take on any of this. I don't have much, uh, I don't, this is not a. Something I want to talk. It's, it's okay. like uh, the Barry Gibb talk show, Dave. Uh, do you have anything to say, Robin? No. no like no. I was just, I was just curious how it was used because I'm just, I don't, I don't. To me, it's at the end of the day, it's everyone's got an opinion. Everyone's allowed to have an opinion, right? And I guess for me, it's like I'd rather just not have, you know, my opinion be shared. If I don't really have an opinion, to be honest, because at the end of the day, like in the grand scheme of things, for me, it doesn't matter. Right, it's it's such it's such a, a blip on the you know the the stress scale. I've got so many other things I'm worried about right now. Well, <laughs> also, okay, what's worse, Jared saying the R word or Cameron being a creeper in the house? Do you know, like, what's worse? You know, uh, yeah. And once again, it's not t- it's not taking away from any of the, any situation, right? It's it's more of just saying like, hey, like, you know, like we're just the outside viewers involved, right? And at the end of the day. Yeah. We're not the ones either making decisions. We're not the ones being directly affected, and we're not the ones in the house. Well, okay. I agree with so, that. I'm. I think that we at the, at the end of the day, I understand if people have very strong feelings about this issue, um, especially if uh, <laughs> if right. it impacts them, right, and impacts those that they care about. Um, you know, I know people might disagree with me in terms of like this is more important than others. All of it is important. It's just different perspectives on the issue. Um, I would think that um, if anyone wants to have a dialogue of, about this outside, I know how rational people are on the internet. You can right follow. You can message me um, at Funko Toronto. You know, very serious um, um, X handle. Um, you can message me there, and I will do my best to drown 
in the uh, sea of comments, possibly. But um, <laughs> supposedly, supposedly, Sam, you're too nice. I'm just, I, I just say that we should just wrap it up by just reading what Jag's family had to say regarding the issue. Okay. And, but but so, why is Jag, why specifically Jag's family? You'll see. Right. <laughs> Jag, I'm guessing his family, family member of that. Jag, so this is um, from Jag's family, friends, family, and communities. Uh, Jag is a huge advocate and ally for people with intellectual and development disabilities. He has dedicated nearly 13 years with the Special Olympics and has been actively supporting Spread the Word to End the Word campaigns for just as long. This cause is near and dear to our hearts. Jag's family, friends, and community are compelled to address an incident that occurred on, big, on Season 25 of Big Brother. As many are already aware, a house guest, Jared Fields, used a derogatory term, the R-word, when referring to a fellow house guest. Such language is entirely unacceptable, particularly on a prominent platform like Big Brother. CBS Big Brother maintains a zero-tolerance policy against hate speech and has previously removed house guests for violating their code of conduct. Although CBS has been silent about this incident, we wanted to address this issue and spread awareness. Using the R word diminishes the dignity and humanity of individuals with uh, IDD, which is intellectual and development disabilities, and perpetuates harmful stereotypes. To further demonstrate our support, we're offering Team JAG shirts from which $5 of every purchase will be donated to our local Special Olympics organization. You'll find these purchases link in Jag's Instagram bio story, Facebook, and X slash Twitter posts. So there you go. Um, yep. Okay, well, uh, good, good for them, and I, I agree. Uh, you know, so uh, you know, Jag might be the one get evicted this week. You know, so um, that's what you get, Jag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but hey, uh, that baby face rub. If he does get evicted this week, like. When he hits the talk show, um, yeah, he'll have circuit. a lot to talk about. Yeah, Ooh, he'll have a lot to talk about. And the guy who got me out is the you know, three fields. Oh, yeah, wait till Julie, just you know, their mother and son, you know, secret relationship because we're it's not going like, to jury yet, right? Like, you know, what he's gonna probably say is like, well, you know, I thought Sari was better than that to raise such a son, and then everyone will go like, oh, snap. Okay. <laughs> So, Guys, well, I'm not sure who's less likable in the house, Cameron or Jared. <laughs> it's, so it's hard. I think Cameron is inside the house. Jared is outside the house, only because yeah. a lot of what Jared is doing, uh, Cameron is doing, is not being shown on right. the regular television, and Jared's <laughs> is for all to see. I have to say, like, some of the stuff that Cameron's doing on the show, like, when he's, like, doing the competitions, or I'm like, he's actually quite entertaining, and he's kind of funny sometimes, and I'm like, I'm actually not, like, I'm kind of like, oh, I could see why they casted him, and then Amanda tells me all the behind-the-scenes stuff, and I go, well, I, I already kind of didn't like him, because I hate the way he sits in the DR room, where he's always like this. It, it just it bothers me. It's like his whole body language is like, I'm too casual care but at the same time i don't know it's just i don't like it he rubs me the wrong way as jared would say you're with cameron yeah like can't like just his body language and just the kind of the way he is in the house but yeah. as far as like, like but i also find vibe. him kind of entertaining 
You yeah, know, me too. So, he's kind of like I agree with you. He's kind of like I don't think I'd really want to know him in real life, but on the show, he's fine. He, he's he's an interesting dynamic, I think, to this house. The fact that he won this veto, I think, is kind of an interesting story to the season. Um, you know, him being a creeper, I you know, I feel for the house guests, but you know, that's kind of like the whole thing with the game. You're living with a bunch of strangers. Some of yeah. them are weird. You could so you, yeah, you gotta you can self evict. <laughs> suck it up. <laughs> They're not all going to be supermodels. Uh, so, and, you know, that's all it is to it. Um, okay, guys, tomorrow night uh, is the uh, eviction between Jank and Red. Um, I got two Lower Decks episodes to cover with Davin and da- wow. Derek Tyler Attico tomorrow. So if it, I know Foster can't make it. He's going to one of his many fishing trips and his outdoorsman stuff. Um, so he's unavailable. So um, if, 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 if either of you guys or both of you guys can help drive the eviction and I, I think i should be able to make both but we'll see um so uh watch out for that tomorrow night here on the channel plus guys uh we got a survivor season coming these 18 strangers have agreed to be abandoned in the islands of fiji i've been waiting a long time to step on this beach they must learn to adapt or they'll be voted out the game is more volatile than ever in the end, only one will remain to claim the million-dollar prize. I'm back, baby. Let's go! Survivor, new season Wednesday, September 27th on Global. Yeah. Guys, uh, are you excited about the new season? Survivor 45. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, to be quite honest. I'm, uh, I don't know really, like, I don't really look ahead to see, like, you know, details and whatnot about, uh, you know, how the seasons, you know, was like, you know, how it went. But I, no, I'm looking forward to it as usual. I think it'll be, uh, uh, I think it'll be a good one. Sam. Oh. Of you do. He already has a girl. He's already got his favorite girl. From the- I haven't really had a chance to really look into the cast yet, but we're going to be doing our draft and cast preview uh, before September 27th. We, at least it's nice that we have 20 something days, three weeks to get ready for this. So, um, you know, we can really uh, get ready. I, I, you know, I'm hoping to um, invite Jason Phillips, uh, who is on Trivial Debates over here to uh, do a couple Survivor podcasts with us. I know he's a fan. Apparently not a Big Brother fan, but he is a Survivor fan. So look out for that. And uh, we've we got our Marvel wing here on the channel. The We call it the Merry Mater Marvel Society, where we talk about the new Marvel stuff that comes out. Um, and, so, you know, whether it's good or bad, or it's, if the whole franchise is dying, it's up for debate. Um, you know, and so uh, w- watch out for that stuff. And then, um, yes, you got all right uh and 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 further from that we have the you know of course the united federation of podcasts like with like we mentioned trivial debates is one of those shows that's part of the uh, network uh we got uh you know we have aim and maters uh aiming on track doing music reviews and albums uh we got the uh the horror wing with uh, alex blackburn and michael chan called the hellbound podcast where they do that uh the x-rated that's kind of our cartoons and comic book themed channel specifically x-men the animated series uh where davin and andre do all kinds of reviews and episode uh, analysis and uh and interview people from from that production from like creators and voice casts uh andre mayette of course doing the the great interviews on the graphic histories podcast interviewing people from all forms of entertainment comic books um and and movies and whatnot hold up which is on tonight um, right now still going on 
Still with Davin and Murphy. What are they talking about, you think? Are they uh, yelling at each other again? <laughs> um, they're doing they're, right now, they're on the everywhere, everything, everything, everywhere, all at once um, section, but they were doing the multiverse. So I think it's, a, it was, it's, it's a movies about multiverses. Yes. Okay. So there could I be picked, that many I of them, right? The second one Coherence, um, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And then I think it was called. Um, Time not time after time. Quest for love. Quest for love. I might have to go over there and crash them just to tell. Oh, them. I'm crashing. I'm crashing. Yeah, we're, we're crashing. Okay, let's get out of here. Also, check out Live Long and Podcast, our Star Trek channel. Uh, we're as mentioned, we're doing uh, Star Trek Lower Decks. Uh, season four starts tomorrow. We're doing two episodes. Well, the first episode was like two Vix and uh, and or something, but like a TWO. Uh, so I'm curious to see what that's all about, and uh, and and even more. Uh, so check out all the great stuff, guys. Uh, did I forget anything? I think that's all of it. All right. Well, KBBL uh, <laughs> is on hiatus. <laughs> might be back. Might not. Who knows? All right. Well, guys. On that note, we're gonna get out of here and um, uh, let's let's travel through the wormhole more time. Thanks, Foster. Hope you have a good fishing trip, and uh, and uh, see you guys next time. All right. Good night. <laughs>